The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Now, as you will be well aware at this stage, a man has been charged in connection with an alleged assault on Grafton Street yesterday morning. It is the latest incident of its kind to take place in the capital over the last couple of months. Jim O'Callaghan is Fianna Fáil TD for Dublin Bay South. He is the party spokesperson on justice and he joins me now. Jim, objectively speaking, are parts of Dublin unsafe? Well, I think certain parts of Dublin, Kieran, are unsafe at certain times of the day uh, and night. And I also think that another problem we have is that in parts of Dublin, open criminality is visible, whether it's open drug dealing down by the Keys or alternatively, you know, physical fights between people involved in drug dealing. That's something that's apparent. So I don't want to overstate the issue, but I think it's important that we describe the extent of it, because unless we describe what we're trying to deal with, we won't be able to get a solution. Well, yeah, OK, let, let, let's expand on that then. What problem are we trying to solve? The problem is one of violence, but what's the cause of it that we're trying to solve? Well, there's been an increase, I think, in terms of the threat to which ordinary people coming in the city are exposed to, whether they're tourists, whether they're visitors, or whether they're people who live uh, in the inner city. And there's a perception that certain parts of the city are unsafe, particularly in the evening time. And I think we can see from the issues that have got a lot of prominence over the past two months or so, that there is substance to that, that there are gratuitous violent attacks being perpetrated on people within the inner city. And also, like this is something I've been talking about for the past two years. I think it's something that manifested itself really after COVID to an even greater extent than before but also we have a big issue with drug addiction in the city. So like, I think we need to identify the problem in order to try to resolve it. But there is an issue there and there's no point in us putting our heads in the sand and saying, oh, you know, Dublin's fine, there isn't an issue. So th- that issue of, of drug addiction, I mean, to what extent can you link, you know, small scale dealing or drug use that's fairly open and apparent in parts of the city with higher levels of crime? And more well, violent levels of crime. Well, I think just to deal with the, the first issue you raised about low-level drug dealing, like I don't think a city should tolerate open drug dealing in, in the city centre. Obviously, there's always going to be drug dealing. But in do you most think we do? Places, Not officially, but do you think unofficially well, we, we tolerate it? I, I think, if, listen, anyone who walks down the quays, like you can see drug deals being yeah. done from nine o'clock in the morning. Like that's not Anyone who goes along the quays will see that there are certain parts of the city as well where it's been openly done. So we do but, tolerate it. Yeah, so that is, that is sort of unusual. And, you know, I'm not being critical of the Gardaí, but I suppose if there was a greater guard of visibility there, there'd be two effects. First of all, you'd find that individuals would be much more hesitant about openly engaging in criminal activity if there was a police present there. And secondly, people who are coming into the city or who live in the city, that they're entitled to enjoy the city without being exposed to ongoing open criminality. And if uh, they see a guard of presence there, it'll add to their sense of safety and security. You know, if again, if we if we kind of compare this to the old medical conundrum of kind of cause and symptom and having to treat both, that the cause, as you say, you know, is complex. The solution is going to be complex and it takes time. Treating the symptom, is that the more straightforward one? Well, there's a variety of symptoms, like drug addiction is one of them. But also there's, as I say to groups of young men, I regret to say, boys in many instances, who perceive themselves as being immune to apprehension. Like I've been dealing with residents down in City Quay who've had a very difficult time recent times with just open fights between young guys in their area with very serious weapons that are being used 
So, like, it is a multi, uh, there's going to have to be a multifaceted response to this. And we're not going to get an easy solution. But I suppose as a policymaker and as a government TD, one of the issues that I look to see is, well, we need to try and get greater Garda visibility. We've mm-hmm. only 13,800 members of Angarda Siakana at present. That's the same as it was 20 years ago when we had 1.2 million uh, less population. So that's one issue that we should try to focus on because it'll result, if we get more Garda recruits, we'll be able to get more on the street and it'll add to the sense of security and add to the uh, act of deterrent. So, you know, you can imagine then the kind of group of young lads, bit of bravado, uh, uh, and they start, you know, hassling a tourist or people on their way in and out of the shops in the inner city, whatever it happens to be, they might be less full of uh, uh, puff and, you know, pee-you-know-what and vinegar if um, there's visible Garda presence on the street. But again, back to the the issue of, of drug users and drug addicts. I mean... A visible guard of presence, it might stop them dealing on the keys, but it's not going to stop them dealing and using. They're just doing it elsewhere. So how, how, how will that lead to less crime? Well, can I just first of all do the first point there about the young guys? We are doing them a disservice if we don't intervene as a state to try to get them off the road towards criminality. Because if they're still on that pathway by the time they're 18, they've none of the protections that apply to children who are arrested or who are charged with offences. So we're doing them a disservice by not intervening. In terms of like open drug dealing, like, I don't think any city should tolerate open drug dealing. If it's, if it's illegal, if the, the lawmakers of the country have passed laws which says that it's illegal to deal in drugs, mm. like it just undermines your whole legal system if you decide to say, well, we're going to let that go on. Now, in fairness to the Gardaí, I'm sure if a guard saw somebody dealing in drugs, they would apprehend them, they would arrest them. But like a lot of people in the city and, you know, anyone who's listened to this program who is around the city regularly will know what I'm saying is correct. There is open drug dealing there and I don't think we should tolerate it. I think we sh- we're never going to reduce it completely. Mm. But just to see it being done openly, I think is a real send out the message that, you know, this isn't an issue that we take seriously. Well, from speaking about this over the last few weeks, and Gardaí get in touch as well with their own views. And what, what a lot of them have pointed out or suggested is that you've got far more specialisation within the ranks than you used to. And that's necessary, they say, because, you know, the, the work of organised crime groups is far more specialised and technical. And, you know, you've got to have the expertise to, to battle it. But as a consequence, you've got fewer kind of generalists and Bobby's on the beat for community policing or that visible deterrence. Is, is that something that concerns you? Yeah, and I think that's a legitimate issue. Now, I spoke about how, you know, we have the same number of guardian now as we had 20 years ago. But also, we've created a huge, greater body of law, which, as you say, is more complex, which requires policing specialization. So that, uh, if you look at what the guardian have to do in terms of economic crime or online crime or protecting individuals from theft and fraud online, like, they have a huge raft of uh, work that they have to do. Yeah. And I suppose necessarily that means that we don't see enough of uh, the Guardi out in the beach to where most people would like to see them. Like, I would have thought if you asked members of the public, the primary function they'd like to see Guardi doing is protecting members of the public from physical attack. Yeah. You know, I put the same question to Simon Harris last week and he said the opposite. He said, no, specialised, not a problem. Well, he's, he's entitled to have a, a different view. I think it is apparent, though, that we have created a lot of laws which are going to have to be pleased. Like when we enact new legislation here and we make something an offence, that's an extra 
part of work that the Gardaí have to perform. They're the ones who have to investigate complaints that the laws that we made have been offended. And I'm not suggesting that we shouldn't be making new laws, but I do think we need to recognise that the Garda resources are being stretched. And look, at present, we've 13,800. It's not enough for a population of what's now probably 5.2 million. We need more. Jim O'Callaghan, Fianna Fáil TD for Dublin Bay South and party spokesperson on Justice. Jim, thanks for speaking to us. Thanks, Karen. The CEO of Dublin Town is Richard Guiney and he's with me now. Richard, for the people who work and make their living in the city centre, how much of a problem is this? Well, look, it's not good for anybody, you know, people visiting the city or people working in the city or indeed people living in the city. I think, you know, we've had issues around antisocial behaviour and poor perceptions of safety for quite some time. I think we, you know, we're at a point now where we just have to address it in a a very systematic basis. Um, We did make progress about 10 years ago with the Better City for All approach, which was looking at how we were going to deal with vulnerable people and uh, people who were uh, using drugs, for example. We made a lot of progress and that did improve perceptions of safety but we've slipped back and uh, we basically you know we need to go back to the drawing board now I think and and uh, reinstitute those kind of uh, procedures that did work before. Tell me a little bit about those procedures then that did work. Yeah I, I think we you know there is a very high level of concentration of social services within uh, Dublin city centre for people with vulnerabilities. Um, I don't think we're helping people themselves the, you know the most vulnerable uh, in in over concentrating the the issues within the core city centre, uh, I think that can be done better. Um, I don't believe that we're you know we're, we're the the right thing to do is to provide services to homeless people on the street. I think that can be done discreetly and respecting people's dignity. I don't think uh, providing those services in public view is is the way things should be done. So there's that element. Um, certainly, we want to see more guardy on the streets. Nothing makes people feel more confident than uh, seeing a guard. But we know we're not going to have guards on every street corner for 24 hours a day. That's just not going to happen. So we do need to address some of the, the fundamental underlying issues uh, that do give rise to uh, a sense of, you know, a lack of, of confidence or whatever, a lack of uh, perception of safety. And we do need to address that. Um, so, you know, it, this is going to be a holistic approach mm. um, and it's going, to, it's going to need a lot of different stakeholders. So, for example, we, have, we do have issues with uh, young people uh, and this is, you know, across the world, young people who are, seem to be displaced by the pandemic, their behaviour is, is, is difficult. Um, and, you know, I think there's a, it's a clearly a role for the likes of Tusla in how we're going to work with young people because their behaviour is not acceptable. And as Jim was saying, you know, they're, they're, they're heading towards a life of crime um, and we need to intervene now. How do you balance um, kind of cracking down on... Uh, low-level drug dealing and that type of thing along Dublin's Keys, Jim mentioned it there, while at the same time having a kind of a, a kind of an empathetic approach to the users of those drugs. You know, it, yeah, it, it's I'm, not the Kinnahans yeah. and the Hutches, put it this way, you find down along the Keys. No, uh, if it were, it'd be an easier problem to solve in a way. Yeah, yeah no, look, and that, that was the purpose of the best city for all. You know, like it's not acceptable to have uh, open drug dealing or indeed drug taking um, and we have to find ways of, of uh, working with people but you know who who are vulnerable um, there's, there's absolutely no doubt about it and we were I think you know we were getting we were on the right path uh, about 10 years ago but it, it is about 
how we 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 work with people, and I think there is certainly a role for um, working with people and within their own communities, uh, so that, for example, uh, more GPs can prescribe uh, things like methadone or whatever, uh, so that there isn't a need for people to be, you know, coming into the city centre or, or you know, and being, you know, encouraged into into dealing or whatever, or dealing with people so that you know we can address their their specific issues. Um, so I think you know we can take a, a, a more understanding or a more humane approach to, to to vulnerable people, but at the same time we mm. also need to respect the the, the uh, you know everybody's got a right to come to their to their city and feel yeah. comfortable. That that is a, that is a that is a right too. Richard Guiney, CEO of Dublin Town. Before Richard, we spoke to Jim O'Callaghan, the Fianna Fáil TD as well. Thank you both very much uh, for joining me here on the show. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.